you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. What up, what up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are now listening to the All Dressed Up Podcast, ADU Podcast with Matt K. This is DC. And to my left, your homie House Streams. Happy Sunday, post Mother's Day Sunday. Half, how you doing, my guy? What it do, K. Dizzle DC. How you been, What's bro? Up, All time no see, fam. It feel like forever. Hold on, I got a little, I feel like I'm a little haze today. I got a little color. Well, different color on me. What's the word, man? How was your Mother's Day? Man, it was it was nice, man. I got to spend time with my wifey, with my mom. Um, you know, enjoyed it. Everybody was healthy. We had a peaceful day. Uh, you know, it's all about the family, man. And uh, how about yours? Oh, it was excellent. My wife had pretty much got everything she wanted prior to Mother's Day. She was like, Don't give me nothing, don't give me no flowers, nothing like that. Hey mama, what's up? What's up? Mama's man? in the building. Here we go. I got my color right. I feel right. Shout out to moms in the building. I hope your Mother's Day was fantastic. Hey, um, hey, I want to I want to shout out I want to shout out my mom too because um she helped me out this weekend with some babysitting. She had a chance to uh <laughs> we had a chance to have Nova visit her and my mom's cool with it because mm-hmm. um she'll have Nova bathed, fed, dressed by like eight in the morning. Like Nova will be sitting up ready to go by eight thirty, like she's got school or something to do. But but thank you, Ma, for uh, helping me out. I had a chance to, you know, get away this weekend and enjoy myself. So thank you very much, and I love you. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Shout out to Gigi. I ain't seen you in forever. I know you on season thirteen of Apex Legends. I got to get on and get my life back together. Hey, look, she dressing ready, eight o'clock, hitting the streets in some fresh some fresh shoes. Sitting straight up, sitting straight up, up. She going to see everybody. She's showing off that grandbaby everywhere. That that grandbaby that met that the family. She done met everybody at the grocery store. She done met every everybody everywhere at the bank. I promise you, she a star, man. My baby's a star. So that's what's up, man. We've been blessed. Look, a lot has transpired. Where are we going? Where are we going first, foremost? Well, look, man. Go first foremost, come on, director. While everybody's coming on in and following on in, we appreciate you guys. Uh, whether you watch and follow us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, whatever your favorite platform is, we are always there each and every Sunday night at nine. So please like, share, and subscribe. But you know what? We got some stuff to talk about. I wanted to go into what we were just discussing kind of beforehand, um, before our episode because my rant was going to be how inspired I was. That's the word I want to use. Wait, 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 wait. Before you do that, before you do that, let me do my rant real quick. Go ahead, get it in. Off topic, super off topic. I got to see Doctor Strange 2, okay? Okay. For all you who haven't seen, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's a fantastic movie to say the least. If you haven't had a chance to go see it, go see Doctor Strange 2. I really enjoyed it. You know what? We thought the Marvel Universe was over with the Avengers. Absolutely not. We got a whole nother chapter. I don't know where this is going. This is like 12 years in the making, 21 movies with the with the Marvel Cinema, but it's crazy, and I'm here for the ride. I've been growing with it. I'll be 75, 80 in the movies looking at these damn movies. That's exactly what's going to happen, man. You're definitely going to go along for the ride, yep. and that's what's good. Hold fun <laughs> me. Hold fun <laughs> me in the building. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's what's going to happen. You're going to take that ride, man. And that's why I can't get with it because you're not going to pull on my heartstrings for <laughs> 25 goddamn years. I want to know who's going to die and well, what's going to happen now. No, it's like it's it's just like anime. Like I told you last week, get into you in it for the long haul. You just go into these characters. You fall in love with them. And, you know, TV ends in like eight seasons. If a good one. Good one lasts like 14, a great one lasts 14, 15, but most of them six to eight. So you in it, you in it to win it. Hey now, Erica Sly. Hey now, whatever, Erica. Congratulations too. I've been saying you do great thing. Uh, but yeah, whole funny. So welcome in, man. Uh stick with us because we're gonna be talking about 
your favorite topic, and that's hip hop and rap pretty soon. That's my rant. Please start your rant now, because we were in it. We were in an intense conversation right before. We were. We were. So you know, I love rap music, man. I'm gonna start off by saying that I love the shit. I came up on it. I listened to a lot of it, and um, I was even excited for not to get off topic, but for the Cypress Hill Onyx versus that we didn't talk about. Uh, but uh, that was uh, last night. It was last night. Yeah. Oh my god, I gotta rewatch it then. So check this out. So if you've been under a rock, if you've been asleep, or if you just been listening <laughs> to a lot of NBA Young Boy and you didn't catch up, somebody you dropped an album. Somebody, Somebody dropped, dropped an album. album. Somebody dropped an album. Who yes, dropped the album? Ooh, Mr. Who's Morale. the big stepper? And the big steppers. So, so my rant is, I'm gonna use the word I was inspired when I heard the album, right? And I don't, I don't really give a fuck about any opinion about the album. I respect, <laughs> I respect everybody's opinion, but. I didn't necessarily need to hear a review for me to go into it wholeheartedly. Like you could have told me the album was trash and I was still going to turn it on and listen with excitement because I had a feeling that because this man took off an eternity since his last project, he was going to come back with some shit. And when I turned it on, bro, the, the message, cause that's, that's exactly what I want to say. Mm-hmm. I believe that the album had a message um, it might not have been, you know, it might not have made sense all the way through, but in a sense, he definitely had a message and I thought it was lyrically strong as shit. I don't know why I ranked the album as far as, um, you know, his top, uh, as far as his discography, I can't rate it yet because mm-hmm. we were talking about this before the episode. I don't think you can listen to it once or probably even twice and give a fair assessment. No, no. I mean, it was. Yeah, that's what God feels like. It's crazy. He said it in the beginning. It was like 13, 85 days because everybody's talking about how it's been like five years. Dude, the dude is a generational talent. There's no doubt about it. He's a generational talent. And if you aren't in it to listen and hear the message, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it 110%. But see, that's the thing. Like I was hearing people on Twitter say, you know, I don't want to hear my rap with that much substance, pretty much. Like, I want to hear my shit you know, my, my shoot em up, my um my custom, my ignorant shit. You know, I don't want to yeah. necessarily have to pay attention to too deep of the message. And I get it. Like, I'm not even going to hate. Like, I'm at the age now, like I was talking to you before we came on live. Like, I'm with you if you like your um your younger artist that's going to, you know, sound good when, you, when you're driving around or, you know, when you're at the party. Because we definitely had those artists, too, when we were growing up. Like, we had sure. the music we listened to at certain places. Like, we might not play Kendrick's whole album at a party. Right. No. But if you can but if you can go into the into the album by just saying, you know, this dude's gonna really rap. Mm-hmm. And if I do want to take the time to listen, I just might hear some shit that's gonna get me to or that's gonna have you um what you say you were gonna be uh thought provoking. Mm-hmm. Those were your words. Bro. So the like shit was crazy. Like I say I it's and you know who else dropped? Like I told you before, who else dropped that I tried to give and listen to? And it's the it, it was the exact quote. Maybe the problem was, all right, maybe it was I was listening to Kendrick, and then I tried to turn on Future's album right after it. That was what was, what was your features before you say that, right? And put that your number, put the text number, please, K Dizzle. <laughs> anybody wants to come on. And talk with us live because that's what we do. We're not just sitting here talking shit. We like for you uh, to join us yeah. live at 301-857-1757. Before we talk about the albums that have been put out this year so far, what uh, where do you stay in the future? The future? I'm not. Yeah. I've, I've never been a fan, but I tried hard to listen to each album that he comes out. I've tried hard to listen to. Okay. So um, this one, I even tried harder. But it was the same. It was the same thing I heard in each song, the same lyrics, the same references in each song, and I was like, "Yo, I, I, I couldn't do it." Couldn't wait do for it. you. Wait for you was such a great song, and I gotta say, K Dizzle, Tim's man, Tim's came out so big on that track. I could hear yeah. that track with just the instrumental, 
and and Tim's. But you know what? You gotta leave me somebody like Future that I can go back to when times are hard. When I'm in the cold, <laughs> when I've been left in the cold with a thin sweater, I still need somebody in my manosphere pause that I can just, that I can just dumb out to. Like I've always had those people in my life, mm-hmm. right? Like if I wanted to just like get ignorant, like if I wanted to do some shit that might get me in trouble when I was young, and if I wanted to listen to a soundtrack while I did it, it'd probably be Gucci, right? Okay, okay. that's fair. Right, it it yeah. probably would be Gucci. If I want to sit back and be in the zone, it'd probably be Jay Wayne. If I want to just talk shit and feel great about myself <laughs> and about my terrible decisions in my previous relationships back then, it was always future. <laughs> Quarter brick, half a brick. Hey, hey. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. If I wanted, if I want to, like I said before, if I want to just just vegetate. I'm going all the way back. I'm going to Lil John, Yin Yang Twins. I'm going. I'm going that hard. I'm going Young Bloods. Anything Lil John. Was going the other day, man. The day. Huh? I ain't trying to put you out there, but no, 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 no. So, so I want to vibe. I went back to Lil John's discography, right? And I'm listening to uh, Real Nigga Roll Call, and I just get. I am on the highway. Going out of my mind on the lines where he's like, if security come up, we'll crush them. If security come, and you know, little John, he repeats everything for eight bars. Somebody probably pissed you in. off. Huh? Somebody probably pissed you off. And you I'm said, going well, ham. No. Just, no. Ah. I've had a great week. But I'm just going ham. Like, yo, I can't believe Lil John had us like this back in the day. That song got people's ass. What? <laughs> what? Boy, what? you come out with your chest out drinking some uh some hypnotic, no. drinking nope. some nouveau back then. Nope. Talking nope. about you want to fight security, get your ass folded up. I, you know, I just you know, little John, little John is the cause of a lot of uh, altercations, uh, jail sentencing, and uh, felonies, felonies back in the day. I, I I have to believe that a lot of that. So, um, that's who I that's who I vibe out to. I can't. I just. You know, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So so I'm not going to sit there and hate on nobody. That's where I'm at. That's how I'm in my rant. If you feel like listening to an album or lyrics, go ahead and do your thing. Do your thing. If you feel like singing with Future, you know, talking about some crazy shit, uh, how he don't love you no more, do your thing. Um, what do you think so far? What are your top albums before we move on? And if you're just joining us or if you don't know what we're doing tonight, we're going to have a fun episode. We're talking about hip-hop. We're talking about like social media mm-hmm. and the effect of like what's going on with all these Ricos. If you haven't been uh, following the hand and Ricos out like hotcakes mm-hmm. and some of the most popular artists out right now are catching them. So we're going to talk about that, but, um, but yeah, what's your favorite album so far for the year? Uh, it's between uh, Mr. Morale and it's between Pusha T right now. Okay. That's that's two that are that are on my and list. see I'm glad you said that because I'm I'm still confused about the Pusha T project. Not to get too deep and, and get boring and put people to sleep, but I'm just confused about it. Mm-hmm. Like like Pusha T spits every time. Mm-hmm. Right? He raps every time. The album just didn't keep me. Right. It didn't it didn't make me want to listen to it again. It's a, it, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna give it to you 100. percent It's a cerebral version of future. So it's like a dude that's got lyrics, you know, a spitting, uh, uh, but he talk about the same stuff. Now the different two differences okay, are the two differences are is track selection. So his, so his track selection wasn't wasn't memorable. Versus I can go to futures and I can hear the same high, I can hear the same hi hats on each song. With, but that, with almost complete, complete clarity, knowing okay, this is the same I had. But that's how I even feel. That's how I even feel about CLB. Like I know Drake raps his ass off, but mm-hmm. the album to me just wasn't memorable. Like I can't really tell you a lot of songs off that album. Mm-hmm. So, so you're saying Pusha T and Kendrick? You got one more? Hmm. Other than you already know, I'm Dr. Dre ain't got an album. He got like eight singles. So, yeah. so, 
Other than Dr. Dre, I can't, you know, I can't call it. ATL, yeah, ATL, Jacob, crazy all over that. ATL, Jacob, ATL, Jacob. All he did ninety seven percent of that joint. You know, you know, you know who used to, and I don't know if he still does, but you know who always did crazy music with um with Young Thug. Who's that? London on a track. Oh, without a doubt. London on a track and Young Thug put out some classics. London on a track is murderous. He still do. I mean, London on a track. London on a track underrated, bro. No, he ain't underrated. He's underrated. When it comes down, in my opinion, to those Southern producers, he's underrated to those who are not in the know. You know, that that's that's about it. But that man's got a discography for days. Right now, anybody in the South like him, like, like Hit Boy, he's on that same par. He's on the same par. But they have range, and that's the difference. So we're going, we're going into production. Let's not do that. But, <laughs> but yeah, ATL Jacob went crazy on it, which is which is why I probably can't connect with it because a lot of most of the tracks sound the same. They putting, dope. Don't get me wrong. They are they are hot. But it's the it's the same it's the same thing. I tell no, you what, in a variety to it. Future has mastered the whole situation of if it ain't broke don't fix it don't fix it and he pounding the shit out of his style he know what works best for him mm-hmm. and i gotta give him kudos for that he's smart he ain't letting the industry change him and he's putting his throat excuse me let me take a step back Pause. <laughs> Pause. he's putting his neck on these young girls throats out here not not your wives not not the you know the good mom's throats but these little youngins the little whippersnappers mm-hmm. all right all right we we can't we carrying carrying on all right, bro. Okay, so, you know, we, we, we rocking and rolling. So, other than that, I put Donda 2 up there if we had to classify uh, Kanye's okay. deluxe uh, second edition of Donda. It came out this year. I put Kanye up there, bro. Okay. Sonically, that shit was strong. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's our that's our rant and our uh, hip-hop album talk. Let's uh, let's take a step back and go into some sports because right now there's an ass whooping taking place. <laughs> There's an ass whooping taking place. Somebody didn't know that there's a game seven. And I tell people, you know, I've been rocking with Chris Paul for a long time. I'm always behind CP3 with the pom-pom saying he's one of the best point guards to ever play. Point God, right? Mm-hmm. He don't have to jump more than three or four inches. He still be cooking shit. But Luka Doncic is shutting that shit down. I haven't seen Chris Paul. What? He's on the back of a milk cart now. Wait, 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 wait. Is this is this score that I'm looking at right? Sixty-two yeah. to twenty-seven. It's it's over. I mean, talk right. about getting ran out the desert. Getting ran out your So look, so we're talking about the NBA playoffs. I wouldn't be watching that game if I were you. You know, check us out. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and uh, hit the X at the top of that Hulu window. We don't have to keep watching that. Yeah, close that up. Uh, but yeah, you know, we are going live during the NBA. Uh, We're live, know, baby. Playoffs, yeah. but it's shaping up. You know, um, Giannis took his his L earlier. I called that. I was saying Boston was strong. They were playing at home. They were full strength. And with that combination of, um, you know, your boy Jalen and then Tatum, I mean, it was just too much for uh, Giannis. He was out there by himself. And it finally looked like he was missing Chris Milton. Mm-hmm. It showed when I saw Chris Middleton's ugly ass on the sideline with those big ass diamond earrings. I said, "Oh man, they in trouble." It's eighty-six. So but yeah, no, man, yeah, that's ugly. That's, so you know, yeah, wrap that up. So we got uh, so yeah, so we got uh, Boston over there looking to take on Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's gonna be good. And then we got the winner of tonight's game, which is looking like Dallas, and uh, they're gonna be Notice. facing off with the. Beige, the beige bandits. Beige. <laughs> Team light skin. Team, Team light skin. Controversy. And Draymond. Team high yellow. It's a lot. Yeah, and Draymond. And, and Draymond's like the affirmative action right now. All right, so let's keep it moving. So who are your predictions, man? I, I'm still rolling with Golden State. I said Golden State and Phoenix. Golden State and Phoenix. You can't say Phoenix anymore. Oh, no, sorry. Golden State and Miami. Golden, Golden State, State and Miami. Okay. We'll see. I'm I'm gonna take Golden State, and I think I'm gonna go with uh Ooh. With, with with Boston. Ooh, I've been riding with Boston. I'm gonna keep it there. So let's go, man. 
let's uh let's move on down. We're gonna talk about what we like to do each and every week, our ADU playlist sleepers. Ooh. Ooh. Right. If you haven't been uh sticking with us, we do put out our, our sleepers that we like to vibe out to. Ho Fummy, I know you got some uh some nice production talent. So each and every week we find you know, it, it might be songs that you've heard, but you might not hear it all the time. And uh, we play it, we put it on our um, our sleeper playlist. And this week, I know I got one, and I found uh, my man locally. And he came out with a big song a couple years ago. You probably heard that song, Crew, um, by mm-hmm. Gold Link. And Gold Link is out the DMV. This was one of his other songs um, that I picked with... Uh, I think he had a pop a pop guy on the hook, but it's called Some Girl featuring Steve Lacey. All right, let's lace it up. <laughs> And she fussed so good that I had to flood her wrist Two days in and I wanna have a kid And she told me she belonged to the city And a boy wear a wig and a stick Just to smoke away your tears And I wanna learn about her fears And touch her real I think I love her Can't nobody come before her And no one above her And I wrote just like a sucker singer Touching for compatibility Looking for the one that's right for me Oh, I didn't do that Oh, 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 oh <laughs> you crazy, you crazy, my dude. You get the you get the sweeping around on a Sunday morning. <laughs> my said don't like, like it. You like his delivery. That shit crank. Look, my said don't like it. No. <laughs> that that song will be on the ADU sleeper playlist. Which it will be on the ADU sleeper playlist. It will be on ADU. You okay, can skip. So. You can skip it if you don't. Want <laughs> So mine is, I you know what I alluded to her earlier. I'm gonna give it to you right now. It's a sleeper. It's it won't be a sleeper for long until you hit an album. But it's Kendrick Lamar and Savior, Baby King. Oh, you cheated! How did I cheat? This guy. How did I cheat? How did I cheat? Come on now. But he is not your savior. Cole made you feel empowered, but he is not your savior. Future said, "Get a money counter, but he is not your savior." Get a money counter. Brian get a money counter. Give his flowers, but he is not your savior. He is not your savior. Mr. Morrell, give me high five. Two times in the code of finish, judging my life. Backpedaler, what they say you do to cha cha. I'ma stand on it. Six five from five five. Fun fact, I ain't taking shit back. Like it when they pro black, but I'm more coded black. Tell me where the money at, ayy. Where the homies at? Universal call out. I can members only that, ayy. CC, wait a minute. Ben Aki, Ben Aki, say la vie, say la vie. I tell the whole truth from A to Z, ayy. Show me you real, show me that you bleed, ayy. I see niggas arguing about who's blacker. Even blacked out screens and call it solidarity. Meditating in silence. Yes, sir. Look, get your fix right now. That is the playlist. I got the link in the chat. Gold link in the Kendrick. It's not going to be a sleeper. It's going to be a sleeper for like another two, three days. But shit. <laughs> That John probably got about four million views somewhere. It's got it's one point three right now. It's one point hey, three. It's more than uh more than my man Goldlink, but hey, you know, those are the two additions <laughs> on the sleeper playlist. So man, let's turn up. Let's uh let's wake up wake up a little bit, shake off some of the um the week off rust. And um I did some research, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw some uh, a weird story that came and it circulated around Instagram. Of a little boy knocking on um, this family's door, and everything gets caught now in those ring cameras. And he runs up on the door with the whip in his hand. And um, you know, I did send you the link if you can catch it, but not to uh, put got you it. on the spot, K Dizzle. But I got it. If you haven't seen the clip, we're definitely going to show the clip. It's disturbing. I-, I warn you now before you watch it. 
but it's something that we find um, that's, you know, important to talk about. So let's go ahead and roll the clip. Okay. Let's see, team to do too. Let's make sure I got the right. Yeah. It's the one. Let's go. <laughs> Boy hitting the door with the whip. Tripping. You better get your ass from off my porch beating on my door like this. I will call the police. You need to leave. Don't you ever beat on my goddamn door like that. Go. He's just standing there. Okay. He didn't oh. think about the next part. No. Look. He got the nerve. Oh, my goodness. The, the, uh, the carcassity. Right. Oh, man. Let's play the second half. The, the parents who parental confrontation we have the neighbor does across the street come, come over here <laughs> not really we have it on video right. get off my property seriously get off my property well that's it because you ain't because you ain't coming over here talking nicely you're accusing my son i'm showing you the video we're showing you the video you ain't showing me the video of him scratching your car get off my plant that's my vine. That's my vine. Get off my plant. Baby, get off the vine. I didn't go there. No, that's my grapevine. All right, all right let's Okay, all right. thank you. You owe me a plant if I, I don't, don't owe you. Fuck you. I bet you want to bring your mother. Please <laughs> stop, sir. All we want to do is just on, talk to you civil. That's the problem. You and your kids want to play football. Your son came over Y'all are so violent. Your son came over here. Baby, please go. Your son came over here with a whip. Bring over here again. Please. You have a gun. Come over here on my side. So, so, but, yeah, Pops was got scripted too. So, if you watch it, basically, the um, uh, dad's facing felony charges for the arrest. Uh, Brian was arrested for firing the gun used to threaten that the Nash family after his son was seen on camera bringing, um, banging on the door with their whip and allegedly damaging the car. When the Nash family confronted Brian about the incident, he pulls out a gun and told him to get off his property. Argument ensued, and at one point, Brian uh, put the gun down on his porch as the argument continued. He allegedly went and grabbed the gun, but apparently handled the weapon in a reckless manner, causing it to go off. According to the Nash family and police, Brian almost struck his own daughter, who was standing nearby. Although mm. Brian is in hot water, his son is seemingly off the hook. Uh... He was a year off from facing criminal mischief, mischief charges. But the caucasity, this little boy got a whip. A so whip. Let's talk about it, right? So here, here's what's alarming to me. I start thinking about what I would have done. <laughs> it's all Putin's fault. So Hofami says, I would have socked him and took the charge. Okay, Dills, we'll put some of these comments up. It's coming through, man. Let's show the chat some love, please. <laughs> I mean, so I would have socked him and took the charge. It would have never got that far. So so here's the issue. It's close to home, one. Right? And at 35, and I think Facebook got us, man. Probably so. Because you played Kendrick. So <laughs> Not cool. what we might do, we might do a part two to this episode, guys, because we got caught walking out of CVS with <laughs> the beeper went off. But like, like we always yeah. say, we're not, we're not still in music. We're just promoting um, good music. If you haven't heard those songs, we're not taking credit for their music at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I can do I I did this, uh, did it a different way. So we good. Keep going. So with that being said, it's close to home, and at 35 with the family, I think different than I probably would at 22, 23. But it's very hard. Like, out of 10 times, there would have been a few times out of 10 where I probably would have opened that door with a Hadouken. Like, <laughs> the door would have been open. It would have been like a cartoon, and like a foot would have came out like like Dalsum <laughs> out that bitch off Street Fighter. And oh, I'd, probably, I'd have probably kicked that little boy across the street. Now, Bananas. you know, you that's that's not the answer. You know, you don't want to answer everything with violence. So what the family did, in my opinion, I think they handled it very well. Um, the child wasn't assaulted, who should have probably been. 
made it back home, and then he shows the world that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, <laughs> you can have a lot of opinions about this video. Uh, race aside, they, you know, one family was very intelligent and one family wasn't. I, I, I like to say that that's probably the case. And then to go from there, obviously you got racism being shown. You got the white daddy pulling his gun out, and it's all looking like it's on the same block or the same street. So where do you go from there when you got to live in that same neighborhood? Do you do you risk guns being drawn and then you got to you got to move or somebody gets killed? Like, what do you do? I ain't moving. I ain't moving. I'm going to do exactly what homie did right there. Right. Have it all on tape and get them get them on record with the legal authorities. If you do enough and you show enough, you got enough proof, put them people on, put them people on blast. And then it's going to open them up to um objective it's going to open the open them up to for our neighbors to see them objectively instead of saying taking either side because you can clearly see the little boy going over there with a whip you can clearly see the dad coming out there with a gun talking about his little whack-ass plants trying to cause controversy the dad, the dad was mad that he didn't come talk to him nice he said you come over here not talking to me nicely that was a, that was a different way of saying so if you're going to talk to me talk to me nice and then you stepping on my bonds hey. that's how wait a minute bro how am i supposed to I, that isn't so he smacked the shit out that door with that whip that man. is that is beyond that's a that's a racist undertone first and foremost you got to come over here you got to talk to me nice cuz i am who i am no, bruh. Your kid over here found a whip, or you got a whip. I don't know what the hell y'all doing and put that on my door. I'm charging y'all to get my door fixed. I got it on camera. Otis, Otis and sent Otis and sent Billy Jr. <laughs> or Otis sent Billy over to cause chaos. And he lucky his ass made it home. But Dad Dad was smart because he ain't get you know, Dad said, you know, let me walk away before <laughs> forget his minds. My car is the bigger picture. I don't know if we're on I don't know if we're on Facebook. Huh? I don't know if we're on Facebook. We'll figure it out. Let me see this thing. But that's that's bananas, man. That is bananas. Chad, thank you for sticking with us, man. We appreciate you again. Um, K Dizzle's doing his thing on the technical side. Yeah. And uh Facebook should be getting back on. But um but yeah, man, we wanted to just to just touch on that crazy shit because I thought it was wild when I saw it come through. Um, but what else is on the list of some uh shit before we get into the main order of business i saw something else um obviously there's a huge story that's hanging over the news right now mm -hmm. i didn't want to take the episode to really dive too deep into it because mentally i just wasn't there mm. you, you know what i'm saying and that's the the terrible tragedy um one of a few tragedies that's been occurring around the country um but the latest one in buffalo with the 18 year old, I'm not going to say his name and give him any more um, publicity, but you know, went rampant in a grocery store. And I mean, talk about your worst nightmare. You know, the first thing I think about is, you know, that situation where in Colorado, uh, the guy shot up the movie theater, like the more common places that each and everybody frequents with their family are starting to become, uh, unsafe territory and that's when we all have to get together and have conversations about the the um the guns man the guns that are in the street the people who have these guns you know apparently this guy had a mental history um you know he he slept through the I mean, he, he slipped through the cracks if you ask me because he was he was known to have issues and for him to be able to get his hand on this type of artillery and just walk into this Topps grocery store and uh, open fire on just, you know, apparently 13 people and 11 of them were black. So, so no hate crime activists have come out. Uh, no, no anti uh, hate laws have been charged so far. Um, I think that we should definitely look at this with the microscope and figure out, like I said, what's going to happen. It's a hate crime, plain and simple. Um, the behaviors of people in the past uh, are, are exacerbating it and allowing people to think that this is okay. 
This is not okay. You know, Kyle Rittenhouse, now this. It's not okay. It's not normal, and it's not okay. Um, it hasn't been okay ever, but it seems like it's coming. It's making uh, a dreadful return. A lot of people the past couple of years have been stewing in their own craziness, and with all the rhetoric, you know, and everything that they've heard and everything that they said and everything that they've been told that it's okay now, it's not. It's not. And we sit and we sit and we sit and we wait for the people we put in place to make the right decisions to keep us safe, and they choose not to because they rather hold on to. We're going into politics. I don't want to go in it. But it needs to... It needs to stop. It needs to. We need to make sure that we talk about these things because it's not. It's not normal. It's not okay, and um, it should not be acceptable. This type of behavior, plain and simple, plain and simple. It's not acceptable. We need to do something about it. I think. I think that's well said, and and I um wanted to touch on this and not dive into it too deep because it plays off of you know what are the proper consequences to actions and. Crimes like this, because, you know, as you can see, this dude's got, well, you really can't see it because they blocked it out for um, the safety of some viewers. But he's riding around with a big gun, uh, looking to just take aim on people with no type of defense or awareness of what's going on. That can be anybody. Um, that could be us at that store. So the mere fact that he's got a body cam on, a head cam on, he's got combat gloves. Fully prepared to wreak havoc in a neighborhood, unsuspecting the people who are going out their daily way. You know, it, it is it's the wild, it's the wild west, hundred percent. You know, it, it does make you feel like nowhere is safe, and it's a sad situation that we live in. But that's why, and I don't want to make it a parallel uh, comparison, but like we're getting ready to talk about uh, gang-related charges and hip hop. Uh, coming up at the bottom half of the show. And, um, you know, a lot of those guys are getting ready to get some big sentences. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is just off of hearsay and conspiracy. Like, you have a situation like this. You know, you have to, and I hate to say it because it sounds easy, but you have to make the the right example. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, we'll see how it gets carried out in the public eye. But terrible situation, um, my condolences goes out to the families of those that were lost. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, pray for them. And, you know, I think uh, that young man would definitely face, you know, face his, his maker one day. Like I said, not to get too deep, but he'll have to answer answer to uh, somebody or something one day. So to keep it moving, man, um, before we get into the deep dive tonight, we're talking about the Rico um, you know, they're handing out Ricos like like uh, hotcakes, man. You get a Rico. You get a Rico. And the, and the fucked up part about it is they got uh, young Kamala down there trying to go hand them out with her, wig, <laughs> with her wig all jazzed up. She's trying to be a superstar. She's definitely going to be uh, having somebody play her in the movie. You know, it's, um, it's, it's one thing to... Uh, it's one thing for it to finally get... People getting caught up with the, the the dumb stuff that you're doing. It's another thing to to actually put into words exactly what you did and allowing people to catch you sooner or later. AK, you hit it right on the head, man. And before we dive into that, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. What's up with this this time or this day and age of the dead being just constantly not allowed to rest in peace, man? What you mean? What you mean? Oh, you talk old, old, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. man. So let's 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 go on. What, so one thing we didn't acknowledge, we have not acknowledged yet, is the rest in paradise, uh, Kevin Samuels. Yes, sir. Rest in paradise, Kevin Samuels. The guy came on the scene like a lightning bolt. I mean, like instant and polarizing and to say the least. Polarizing to say the least. He's been doing it for a while, but I mean, like. Like anything with social media, when something goes viral, that's a, that takes you to the next level, next level instantly. So, um, Kevin Samuels um, passed away. Still, the death is unknown. How he dies, unknown. Um, 
is it really unknown? No. So you sent me this clip. You sent me this clip, right? Of of Jamal, um, Jamal Bryant. That's your man. Jamal Bryant talking about um, mentioned him and mentions his uh, mentions his GoFundMe account. So let me hold on. Mm. Let me let's uh let's read let's read this first, right? Alleged GoFundMe created by family friend Melanie King says, "My name's Melanie King. It's great sadness. You're sad with great loss. My oldest brother." My oldest brother, Cameron Seven, you guys know him as the outspoken philanthropist and businessman. He's used to being son, brother, and father on any and all the nation's go to her mother, Kevin's daughter. Kevin paid our mom's bills since her retirement, and he did not have a will or beneficiary. Thank you, no small amount. He did not have a will or a beneficiary, right? Oof. All right. So let me play what, what he's saying. Do nothing to men who have no authority. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got to get a GoFundMe for his funeral? Yeah. And say that you do nothing to men who have no authority. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got Now, now, I don't know. I don't, well... Let me take that back. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hal. Go ahead. Let me gather. Let me get my thoughts. Ron says it's cap. Ron says it's preacher clout chasing. Well, I mean, let's talk about it, right? So the man allegedly has got to go find me for his funeral. They're talking about a man who can't defend himself because he's no longer here and his finances. And then we're hearing a guy in this pastor Right. Uh, one of these online evangelists go smack at, uh, you know, the deceased and talk about him as if like Kevin Samuels owed him some money. Like he sounded like he was angry, uh, like he came from a place of some personal. I don't know if he's clout chasing, if uh, he's got a motive behind what he was saying. But I mean, if you even look at like the um, the people who were there attending, like it was kind of uncomfortable. Like. What type of reaction do you want for me to like hear you talk about somebody's issues and how they passed away and how he can't be a person that can give his opinion? What makes him be able to give his opinion so strong? Mm, let me say this. Let me um, I, let me say this because I think one of the things that we're going to be getting caught up with is the feelings of death and passing. And the ending and the grief that can be behind it versus you know what his words what his words meant where was his opinion when he was here he probably you know what uh you know he probably had that same opinion because so, so play devil's advocate so what I'm you're saying devil's advocate, what you're right? saying is i see i see i see your step where you about to go kate so you what are, you're saying okay. is so, so basically, you're saying he took he's addressing where he probably would have tried to come at him when he was here, right? So, so, so and look, Ron pulls, Ron pulls, and Proverbs don't gloat when your enemy falls, when he stumbles, do not let your heart rejoice. Exactly. Know the Lord see disprove and turn his wrath away from him. I don't believe that's what he's doing. I do believe he's using his words. One of the things that Kevin Samuels did very well. Is he acknowledged he, he acknowledged uh, the faults in men and acknowledged the faults of women and and asked people to take accountability for who they are and where they are. Now the thing that we can all disagree upon is what his ideals and beliefs of who you are based on based on your financial status or based on your age, what you what you qualify for, right? One thing he did do is say, okay. If this person is on this level, 
you can't you can't look for this person on that level. In my opinion, K Dizzle, what I think he did, what I think he did accurately, and it's just my opinion, I think he addressed women and let them try to get some type of realization to what they considered a high value man and what mm-hmm. was realistic. And the thing about women, you know, they expect a certain type of man, and that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And what he did was he made himself that guy. He put himself in that what they call manosphere. Punched you know, him he, in the mouth. Yeah, and he was one of those guys that you were going to hate him, you were going to love him. The mm-hmm. same way you got people online praising him, saying we're going to carry his word, we're going to keep fighting a good fight, rest in peace, Kevin Samuel, you got the same amount of people saying, Oh man, look how he went out. You know, you want to talk about being a high value man. If you were a high value man, you'd have never died with a woman that you barely knew. Mm-hmm. Or, or or in a sense, because that woman didn't love you, he died alone. And he mm-hmm. always talked to women about how they're gonna be alone. They're never gonna find a man with those type of expectations. So I get where the the bullshit comes from. But it's very distasteful for this clown-ass pastor to stand up there and do all that rambling, talking all that shit, as if, like, you know what I'm saying? I just don't like, like, he can't defend himself, man. I'm not, what, what, is he, what does he need to defend? What does he need to defend? I'm not mad at what he said. The man's, got a, I'm the not, man's I'm, got a family, bro. Here's, here's what he's got to defend. His okay. mom is still has to bury that man. Right. Right? So his mom shouldn't have to hear a black pastor stand up and, and and put his put her son down the way Is that he, he put him down. Yeah, How's because he he's sitting down? there. He's sitting there talking about a GoFundMe. Look, how can you sit there and put out and expose that man's apparent issues of getting buried properly due to finances? But you don't know what that man's money situation is. No, we 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 don't. One of the things he did, and and GoFundMe saying a hundred percent. He did it for attention. He used current events. Clout chasing. Is it clout chasing? Absolutely. Because, because every, he's going to, it, look, you like I said, you're getting mad because of the feelings and emotions and grief <laughs> that a family has just lost a loved one and you're not l- listening to what he's saying. Every pastor that I've ever known and I've ever gone to a sermon with has used something recent or relevant. In their in their scripture, or in their word, or in their message, to help correlate with what the teaching, what whatever they're teaching at that point. So you don't think how he said that though was personal? How he said it? No. Okay. No, I, can, I, I can. I'm. I'm not able to take it personal because I'm looking at. I'm looking at the facts just because a man. He said. He said you're listening to a man that had a GoFundMe. Right. So. So you're discrediting a man's teachings who can't even defend himself. No, I'm not, we're not discrediting his teachings. He is. Because, hear me out, what I heard was the message in what he was saying. You can be knowledgeable in, a, 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 in one area more than anybody else. You can be a guru in one area, but still not have that same knowledge in another area. You, you follow what I'm saying? Right. So, He's trying to say, okay, well, you're listening to a man who's not all the, you listen to a man who knows this, but don't know that. We can say the same thing about Jamal Bryant. We listen to a man who knows this, but don't know that. So you can't, Jamal Bryant, the last man to talk, he is a shady man of God, 100%. So you can say in that situation, he's a pot calling kettle black because we know Jamal Bryant has had a lot of transgressions in the in the public atmosphere just because he knows god to a certain level and he's 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 elevated to this to a pastor or bishop where he is does not mean doesn't mean that he understands and knows how to handle his own personal relationships effectively so you got to be careful in what you're listening and what you're saying to based on one based on one person's intellect in certain aspects you can't take everything they say as as biblical or as uh, as facts. So, look, one of the things that he did, like I said, in a lot of it, in a lot of his teaching is not only, not only, like you say, you love him or hate him. Some people thought he degraded women. Some people thought he was teaching women. Some people thought he degraded men. Some people thought he was teaching men. But it was all on how you heard it and how you listen listen back to what he said. 
Now, some of it I can agree with, some of it I can't agree with. But I, I know the truth. I know the truth for me. I know that he didn't have a he didn't have a will or beneficiary based on what that information says. But 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 take it for face value. I'm right? taking it. Go ahead. Kevin Samuels to me was entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. That man wasn't no preacher, pastor, governor, elected official. What he said wasn't law. You didn't have to listen to him. Right. Right. That's fact. You didn't right. have to listen to him. And I agree with you on everything you said, Kate. Like you, you really did uh, address it well, man. And all I'm saying is, is that a guy like Kevin Samuel, he's entertainment. So now that he's passed on, you really got to kick him while he's down. And that was a kick. Like if anybody sits back and looks at that video, mm-hmm. to me, that was a kick. And like I said, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, but it's one of those things, man. You know, we talked about Nipsey Hussle not being here to defend himself. Now it's Kevin Samuel. But, um, you know, if you're still coming in, we're going to roll into what I wanted to talk about. And I was asking K. Dizzle about it because, I mean, my man K. Dizzle has some interesting takes on this topic. And, all right, let's talk about it. So 6 9 was the first cat to really uh, get exposed for uh, making snitching famous in this in this uh, past, you know, couple of years, right? And basically, he put down an entire gang, um, allegedly, due to his dealings with them because he was financing and running the streets with them. But when it came down to it, he told. So yep. what this is leading to is the um, exposure of more rappers and their ties to, allegedly, these street organizations, Right. So what I'm thinking that's going on, because I'm not affiliated and I'm just looking at it from the outside. And what I'm thinking is these guys want to move in these, uh, you know, tougher environments, these these uh, these more, you know, rougher neighborhoods and shit. They want to move around with some type of peace of mind. So they really get into, you know, I'm assuming funding these organizations for that type of protection, you know, for us to run around and kind of give you that defense or that sense of uh, protection, you know, you're going to have to throw us some bread and we'll be in the videos. And of course they befriend and they become close. And over time they get in the same dirt in the same mud and they try to get pulled down with you. So I'm, I'm kind of asking the question, uh, talking of YSL, let me not ramble. So, so young thug <laughs> just went down, young thug just went down on some Rico charges, uh, allegedly down in Atlanta, with uh, Gunner as well, uh, Shorty, she is out there. When I say Shorty, the district attorney or the prosecutor, whatever you want to call her, is going to town. She's saying that Rico is a great tool uh, to bring to bring these organizations down. But I'm asking the question: What comes first? Is it the rapper that's that's giving it up, or is it the street gang? And is it the street gang digging themselves into the dirt, and the rappers just used for exposing it? You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what's the issue right now? Are they targeting these rappers by using social media and by using the lyrics in their songs and then going from there and pinning that shit on the guys that hanging with in the street? Oh, it's been, it's been a long time. Shout out to Brick City. It's, it's been a long time coming where there's a history of newer age rappers explicitly detailing their crimes in their, in their music. Right. I, I'm going to give you one that can, uh, it's yeah, I was going to ask you, give me an example, bro. Easiest one is, is the homie who scammed all the PPP loans, right. And took the money, took like a million dollars, made a whole video about him scamming the PPP loan. <laughs> it did get it didn't get it federally indicted for scamming PPP loans. Mm. And so you have a you have a proven history, and now it's just catching up with them. And all the money in the world, all the chains, all the diamonds, all the connects are not going to be there to help you when you have explicit um you have explicit details out there in your raps or in your stories or in your videos on what you did and how you did and they can connect the dots 
and put it all together and put you in those places with your whole government name, mm. you dumb as a box of rocks. You deserve what you get. It's just, we told stories, right? We told stories of stuff that could have happened or couldn't happen. We, we left all the major details out, right? Jay-Z was a phenomenal at leaving all the major details out, right? We didn't give times, place, and dates and cars and, and stuff that happened. But let me ask you a question though. Let's oh, let's man. talk about let's talk about this situation. So Young Thug is arrested right now. Uh yeah. didn't get bail. You know what I'm saying? Gunner's not getting bail. Um what what could they possibly have on a guy? Let's just say hypothetically he's financing some shit. Mm-hmm. Like how much or how how much how much time could you really get? for that position i mean if you're not out there doing the crime physically getting your hands dirty but you're financing them mm-hmm. and you know like how do you come up with these sentences man because apparently when you get a rico charge you're going away yeah like you're not gonna see your first court r- real court date until probably two years so you're gonna sit for a couple years and wait wait in the system if you don't get your bail which he didn't mm-hmm. and then you're finally gonna get you know, she's talking about a lot of these guys are getting life sentences. So, so you only go that high if you have you have overly substantial evidence, overly substantial evidence, and that's the only way they prosecute on a RICO charge that strong. It's in every movie they tell you we can't get on a RICO unless we got hardcore evidence, hardcore proof. Damn but look at what, but look at what your man Brick City Grizz just said. He said the rappers are telling to get off, and yeah. But their music is supposed to be entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, when, when, where is that line drawn in court when you say it's only entertainment? Bobby Schmurter told you exactly. <laughs> who about on a week ago? Allegedly, right? Allegedly, I'm trying to tell you, man. Look, if you are involved, you are involved, and it depends on what you the the price you put on your own freedom at that point. The price you put on your own freedom at that point. So please, I don't even like. I look, I don't even like. If I got friends that are doing dirt, I tell them up front, don't put me in your alibi. Don't, because you're not messing with what I got going on here. Please, because if somebody call me and they say, "Yo, was so and so with you that night?" I'm gonna say, "Absolutely not." You know, comes in two places. This was at two places, work or home. And if we happen to be somewhere and some stuff, we happen to be somewhere, some stuff pop off. That's totally different. But do not put me in your alibi. But I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's drugs, money, infidelity, alcohol. I don't care. Just don't. Let me ask you this question. So Casanova, two times, he's a rapper out of New York. He's also um, in jail right now looking at Rico uh, in that state. And the internet and and previously recorded videos always comes back to get you because he was recorded uh, in an interview saying basically like if he was ever looking at a Rico and basically how scary a Rico is, if he's, you know, rich and he's got some millions, he's telling. A hundred percent. Like if he said, if I'm rich, I got millions and I'm looking at a Rico, I'm telling. Right. And but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. So. What what's the what what comes first here? Like, is are you definitely knowing that if the rapper gets jammed up, he's telling? Oh, uh, on a Rico? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. In so why would you get involved in the beginning? What are you talking about? They rapper? all got involved for the same reason. They trying to make it big. So I'm gonna tell you what the let me tell you what the blueprint is. Okay, the blueprint to make it out of the hood. If you ain't got a backing, <laughs> if you ain't if you don't got a backing, if you don't know nobody famous, what you go do? Is if you got real talent, go to see go to see the homie. You know the homie who's moving weight in the neighborhood. They they fund you your money to get you in the studio to get your promo to get you out there to get your you know Spotify your Spotify your your all your stuff popping your YouTube page popping. They pay for views. They get you up until they get you to a point where you know how much ever it costs to get you to a point where you're making your money. You made it big. Now you either do one or two things. You pay that money back 100% or you pay it in interest or you put you pull them along 
right? And start cleaning their money and do other things. It's I'm only you, it's the I'm only you on that. I'm with huh? you on that. I'm with you on that. But my whole my whole question is, is the prosecutor targeting these groups because they know they got the rapper on the hook? That's my whole question. All of them. The prosecutor's coming out knowing I got a person that's got some shit to lose. Of course. And I got a person that's got some shit to lose that really ain't built like that. Yeah. And I'm going to let I'm going to let it be known that I got him cuz why why the his shit made front page news or nobody else's name mm-hmm. get front cuz he's the rapper, right? Yeah. So that's going to put everybody in that um in that organization on edge. Because they're all sitting there, 26 people, 23 people, 24 people looking at Gunner and Thug like, one of them going to talk. Everybody cutting ties. Everybody cutting ties. The whole connect, the whole the whole op, <laughs> everybody cutting ties. Because they got to a point where they've had so much success. Like, time, you just, time is the one commodity you don't get back. And when somebody takes that time from you, it's a wrap. Casanova didn't snitch. He's facing five to sixty right now. Yeah, five I know he did. I know he didn't snitch, and that's the thing. He said he he said he would have snitched, but yeah, he hasn't no. he hasn't snitched and, yet. And it just it look, and it depends too. Because look, if they if they know for a fact that they snitch and they know they got people that that can touch them, then they might be thinking a whole another whole another thing. But I'm five to sixty. Hmm. So how Sorry. much time? So how much time do you see a young thug and a gunner getting? Oh, uh, they they're getting enough to enough uh, for irrelevancy. <laughs> That's it. They come they coming out middle aged men. They not making do. no they not making no I'm I'm fresh out song in a couple months. Yeah, you know, Erica said best to get out of the hood, make your millions and blow up, and blow your opportunity and go to jail is wild. It's sad, man. It's, it's fucked up. Wild. Absolutely wild. You know, more of the story is don't get caught. Don't get <laughs> not just don't get caught. Don't be stupid with it. Get a will. You know, diversify your money. Protect that so that your your family can get it if something happens to you. So your generation of wealth that you created doesn't go down the drain. And make sure you got good people in your corner that's not gonna steal from you. I've been hearing too many people passing away. And uh, in the presence of people that don't love them, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if that's a trend, but be careful who you're spending your time with, man. Because K Dizzle said it best: your time is limited, and you you fuck around, be with the wrong person off that pill, or off that <laughs> off that drink. And um, been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've been out. If you've been out, and let me let me say this too, because he said once I make my millions, I don't care what you think about me. I'm moving away and chilling. Um, let me say this very clear. Oh, real quick. Speaking of snitching, apparently Jim Jones's paperwork about to get released, whack one hundred and shit. So, oh my god. Go ahead, bro. If you have been working on this earth for at least fifteen years full time, you've made three quarters of a million dollars. Just do the math. At a minimum, three quarters of a million dollars. Now, we don't think of it that way because that money comes and goes. So, you know, you always see these these uh, advertisements of, you know, some some white person or some somebody of non-African-American usually saying, I saved my money and became 100, you know, 100,000 and retired early because of these three things. Trash, trash, trash. Let me tell you right now, easiest way, the easiest way to do it is, is help. If we stop the generational curse of forcing our kids out of the house by age 18 or 21, allowing them to stay home and build wealth, build money, you know, it'll change the dynamic of the futures to come. Man, Kendrick's going to come out with another album teaching people financial literacy (laughs) and how to put your money up so if something happens to you, you're good. (laughs) To pimp a butterfly... And to have a beneficiary. <laughs> but I got a funny-ass text. I got to share it with everybody before we go. I got a text message just now while we're live, right? It says, I had an Amber Alert come across my iPhone for a six-foot-one African-American male with no killer instinct. Last seen getting in a car with license plate, plate CP3FOH. <laughs> 
That's a good one, man. Shout out to my manager sent me that text message with the Chris Paul slander. The Chris Paul slander is real. It has begun. Chris Paul slander has begun. You might have to get you a new uh <laughs> a new a new rep state farm. This discount. rep ain't got no rings. Hey, hey, tell them where they can find us, man. Tell them where they can Look, find man, us. each and every Sunday at 9 o'clock Eastern, you can find us <laughs> at the All Dressed Up Podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Spotify, on iTunes. If you can't catch us live, you can always catch us recorded. And always send us your uh, sleepers as well, your black businesses for us to promote. We love to spread the love. And uh, as you can see, we like to have fun, man. Keep sticking with us. This was uh, episode 56, K. Dizzle. How you feel, bro? Fantastic, man. I put this on. This is season two. You know, we on we on year two of this process, man. I love it. Okay. Uh, we just keep getting better. We are going to start the interview series very, very soon. So we're going to have a lot of people on here talking a whole bunch of shit. You might be one of those people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to keep having fun with it, man. We love it. Submit all your info to all just the Black Businesses. Even if you, if you think you got a sleeper that we need to add to the playlist, send it to us. We'll vet it and see. Yeah, Ma, going. send me a shit, Ma. Talking about my shit was bad. <laughs> Look, don't be sending no Kim, okay? Nah. I will veto that shit ASAP. No Kim on the playlist. Dude. Sorry, he's trash. He's trash. I'm going to put the links up. You can follow us everywhere and there in the chat. So you got us there. What you got on Pardon Words, my guy? Hey, man. It's fun. It's good to be back. We had our break. Let's keep it moving. Stick with us. We'll see y'all next week, man. No Rico. No Rico. Right. And you know, you know. And I know, and I know. And they know, they know. If we know, we go all in. You know, you know. And I know, and I know. And they know. We know, we know, we go all